Uh, I don't know if uh, a if a computer is is stepping in for me and talking or not. I'm not sure if this is real or if this is artificial. I, I mean, really, if it does a better job, are you worried about it? <laughs> well, let's see how good of a job it can do. <laughs> so, so big news, uh, big news coming out of the Zoomosphere in the last uh, few days. Uh, AI Companion has been released by Zoom, and it basically uh, renders everyone's job obsolete, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's what's really interesting about it, and, and I personally see this as kind of the future of AI, and that this is one of the first times we've seen AI take a very prominent role in the infrastructure side, right? Like, I'm going to summarize your meetings. I'm going to utilize in contact center for routing calls and looking up data and performing functions, right? Now we're seeing artificial intelligence become a much more um, intimate part of our day, helping me outdo things. Yeah. It's, it's, it is interesting how, how prolific it's become. It's definitely been a word... Yeah. The buzzword of 2023, for sure, um, and maybe even predating that with 2022, since ChatGPT really took right. off. But um, you know, I think about, I think about all the things. Um, sorry, I got to turn down my, got to turn down my, my, my conventional phone over here. It's, it's making AI noise. could have done that function for you. Well, I should have just asked it. Why didn't I ask? Why didn't I think to ask it? Well, I guess that's part of the thing is how how do you engage AI these days? Because um, a lot of people don't understand how they can, you know, you have these great tools that are available. Yeah. How do you, as a professional knowledge worker, yep. how do you how do you get the most benefit out of using AI today, and specifically, I'll ask you this, with relationship to Zoom. Yes, it's a great question. And I will harken back to a very old school mentality about artificial intelligence. It used to be that we were afraid of AI coming and taking our jobs, much uh, very, very akin to automation back in the turn of the 19th century. Um, then, yeah, early 1900s, where people were afraid of automation. The assembly line is going to take over my job. Yes. Yeah. And in a way it did, but in truth, what it did was it changed jobs. And I see AI performing the same function. The reason why I know it won't take away all of our jobs is the same reason automation didn't take away all their jobs. We did not see a dramatic increase in unemployment when this new technology automation came about. And that's the interesting thing. When you look at technological advancements over time, do you see 50% of a workforce going away? No. Do you see 25, 10% of a workforce? No. What you do see is a need to keep up to date with the new tools and abilities that are available. Yeah, and I feel like Okay, I look back the last, I don't know, how, how long have I been doing this? It's been 20 years. Let's say 20 years. 
20 years because we're old. That number. In so the 20 number. years that I've been doing this, it seems like I've been that the the amount of saturation of information that is coming at me has been steadily increasing throughout that entire time. I have so many modalities now that are hitting me from different angles, right? We've got, when you think about now, we've got video, voice, chat, uh, but but then multiple modalities of this chat as well. I had someone text me, you may have heard the ding uh, a moment ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I have email coming in. I have a ton of team chat messages from Zoom. Yes. Uh, Zoom team chat is is the place for people to contact John Nelms. Yes. I don't know about you, Eric, but that, oh yeah, Eric, that's, that's correct. That uh, Zoom.us. That's how you so so when we when we look at some of the functionality here, that what AI is able to provide us, how does that? new announcement around AI Companion help us with, let's say, Zoom Team Chat, for instance. What can it do for us? So interesting for me, and this is a very personal statement, I think that we're going to find this more and more is how do you AI? How do you implement that? Right? How do you use it? So one of the ways I really like to do it is um, I many times when I'm trying to craft a response to something, I get, uh, and I'm sure there's a, a, our writers out there amongst our dozens of listeners. Um, <laughs> I have, I have a hard time starting the statement. I don't, you know, I okay. can craft something that's there well, yeah. and I, it's in my mind somewhere what I want to say, but I have a hard time starting it. Okay. So one of the features I absolutely love is the ability inside of Team Chat, Zoom's Team Chat to have it craft a response, to give me a summary of what was said. And it can craft that initial draft. Now, I may not use a word of that, but what it does is <laughs> but it you get, starts you, yeah, me going. You get, it, you get your juices flowing, so to speak. Exactly, and I, I, I go from that. And many times it will get pretty close to what I was trying to communicate anyway. But yeah. then I'm able to take that and manipulate it and make it my very own. But it gets me over that hump and it does it right now. That's the big thing. I have spent too much time hemming and hawing over a start of a sentence because I'm stuck on it. And it get, that's a, it's a tool to get it going. Uh, and that's just how, that's one of the best ways I like to utilize that tool. The second best way, can I take, can, can I double up my turn? I'm gonna double up my turn. Because the second best way that we already have and I love is meeting summary. What this is allows is it listens. Well, before you talk about meeting okay. summary, I mean, go back to your chat. The thing about for for you know, you mentioned like it'll summarize or give you not a summary, but it'll write a chat message for you. The thing I love about it is it'll summarize that long thread of yeah. chat that you need to catch up on because it's sixty-five messages long. And someone wrote a novel in the middle of it. And you're yeah. like, there's no way I'm going to read this in the next hour. Like, I'm just too busy today. I press a button. It summarizes. Gives me the high yeah. points. I don't know about you, Eric. I'm almost embarrassed to admit it. But in high school, I cannot tell you the number of times I used Cliff's Notes. <laughs> and this, this is the adult workforce version of... Say it's not so, John. Cliff notes. Say it's not yeah. so. This is this is the cliff notes. Okay, now that we've now that we've established that John's using cliff notes here for for, yep. for team chat, 
tell me about your meeting summary because apparently you do the same for your live interaction. <laughs> I do. I absolutely do. So it's interesting. I like That's a cool feature, right? Yeah. I like it for crafting a message. You like it for, for receiving a message. Yeah. So meeting summary for anybody who doesn't know is it, it takes, it listens to the meeting and it says, Hey, let me apply some intelligence to this to figure out what your intent was. Yeah. And it can all, it can, it chapterizes and summarizes the content of that meeting, which is phenomenal for me. And the last thing it does at the very end of that, it gives me tasks. Oh, this is look. So I, I generally, I'll get excited about something. I'm talking, I'm like, Hey, this is awesome. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. The problem is I'll have four ideas, three ideas. I talk about the first one, like, oh, that sounds great. I'll talk about the second one. And these are a collaborative motion. Now, this is happening on the spot. I didn't come prepared to this meeting beforehand with these ideas. I'm thinking them as we're going. So I have the first, I say the first statement. It, it's flowing out. We talk about it a little bit. I say the second thing. It's exciting. We're talking about that. I say the third thing. By the time I'm done with the third thing, the first one has left the building. It's gone. It, it's a valid, good idea. I didn't write it down, though. I got a whiteboard desk and everything. Once in a while, I'll write it down, but I don't. Not that often, not enough. So the meeting summary keeps track of that. So that when, and this is actually a pretty natural creative process issue, is that you're keeping your brain focused on the thing that's active because that's the thing engaging all the neurons and moving and shaking. It doesn't mean the first one's bad. It just meant it. you, look, you ran out of cycles. You couldn't retain it. So it's it's meeting summary brings it back to hand. I'm like, it not only summarizes it though, right? Oh, it It also it it also will take any recordings that you have and then process those along the way as well. And I I love the feature of of finding smart chapters where you know you and I spend you know we spent an hour on a call, Mm -hmm. but we spent the first you know 20 minutes talking about nonsense as usual with you and I. And then the, the next sure. 20 minutes, maybe we do finally get to the meat and potatoes and it summarizes that section. And, and, you know, this is where John and Eric discuss the merits of using a, you know, SIP phone standard or something like that. And then 20 minutes later, we talk about um, licensing on Zoom phone. You know, we just go through and then it summarizes these things for us in these smart chapters. And as a, as a, as a, person who wants to go back and play back this recording, I don't have to listen to the whole thing. I can click the one area that I want to listen to mm-hmm. and just quickly dissect it, listen to it, even see the transcript. Some of you watching this right now are wishing you had that functionality. Wishing that you could go back to when John said that brilliant <laughs> thing. And you're like, man, John was so smart, but I can't. So one of the cool things about that is longer webinars things like that, right? Yes. I always remember a yeah. small snippet of something. And once again, I think to myself, oh, I need to remember this. Surely I'm going to remember it this time. Eric, yeah, I don't. I can easily go back and reference that. And I can search the transcription, right? So just type in a word. So I can remember that they talked about, for, for example, workforce management. It's a yeah. random example. Uh, workforce management. I could be listening to like our What's New webinar series. Yeah. And we had an update on workforce management in the middle of it. Well, at the end of it, okay, I saw three other things that got my attention. A week later, I can go, that's right. We learned a little bit about workforce management and the What's New at Zoom Partner Edition that we host every month that you should attend. I can go back to that previous recording. I can type in, 
just that keyword, it'll check in the transcript. Once it finds it's in the transcript, it brings me to that chapterized section. Yeah. Not just to the single point in the middle of my conversation, it brings me to the section I want to see. So I get it from the very beginning of the recording without me having to search for, you know, a transition sign, things like that. Very, very cool. Feature. This well, thing works live as well during the call. Um, and what I mean by that is, have you ever joined a, a, a meeting late in your life? Uh, no. You... <laughs> You join the meeting late and you're like, I hope they covered this. Well, now you can actually just talk to your AI companion in the meeting, just quickly chat it like, yep. was this scheduled? And they'll say, yes, you know, the AI will, will basically catch you up on where you are in the meeting. There's a lot of really cool functionality coming with AI companion. I'm excited that it's, it's uh, hit the mainstream now. And the best part of it is, the best part is everybody gets it. This is something that you can enable on your Zoom account. Included. Everybody license. Don't, don't be afraid of it. Like these two two phones that we're between right now. <laughs> At one point in time, these were the latest in technology. Take a moment to, I love this. I love this scene with the old fence, right? At one point in time, right, that phone over there, the Relic, not John, the other one. <laughs> That was Thank the you. latest in technology. It was replaced by that phone, right? That phone then became the latest. And then we figured out that we didn't have to use dual tone multi-frequency and a whole different device came out and that was the latest. Here's the thing, here's what I, I definitely wanna show why it doesn't replace the worker. All these are, and all AI is, is a tool to accomplish. These are tools to communicate. We still communicate. We do it vastly different now. But the task these tools are meant to perform has remained the same. Communication, connecting with each other, absolutely stays relevant. And giving them ways, giving everybody ways uh, to make their lives easier and more productive. That is the goal here. This will need to be enabled by an administrator on the account. Absolutely. Uh, there are some terms and conditions. You can read all about that. Zoom has publicly stated that uh, they do not use customer data in the training of those. Uh, Unless you explicitly right. consent. Explicitly consent. And so there's a federated model that Zoom is using as well, which uh, includes MetaLama 2, Anthropic, uh, ChatGPT, Chat Zoom's GPT. own large so I've, I've, language model I've, I've had people ask me about this like how can you use jet gpt and not and not be using my data and i don't think they realize that we're utilizing a tool not the resource well, they already have their own large language model that they have that they have adopted and so the Zoom data is not flowing into those models no. either so and Zoom data does not flow into each other unless you explicitly allow, and then it will only go into the learning model and not to other customers and other systems. We're yeah. very, very picky about the way we respect our customer data. It was, I mean, it, it's one of the things I really like about Zoom and how we do it. We're, G, we honor GDPR across, even before anybody else did. We were there before it was cool. <laughs> As it stands today, only available in the U.S. data centers and in English. Um, 
that may change down the road, but oh, recording, that's where it stands. So, hey, I appreciate you having this artificial conversation with me. It never happened in real life. We're just figments of the oh. imagination. Yeah. But that's all right, because we're a simulation inside of a simulation. That's so. right. And here we are. You'd think we could have done a better job. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, adios, amigos.